everyone. I'm Susan. And I'm Ron. And this is our podcast about becoming one. And if you have ever wondered if the idea of male and female becoming one in marriage was some kind of cruel trick that God was playing on men and women, then this podcast is for you. Marriage was and is God's idea. And the longer we've been married, the more we have both become aware of just how sacred this union is. You know, it's beautiful and it's messy. That is for sure. And it does involve lots of fun, as you can see, along with equal amounts of forgiveness. But I have to say, I feel like it gets better and better every year. So listen, we're glad you're here and we're hoping to provide you with some tools and encouragement along the way in the journey of becoming one. Happy 2021. 2021 is here. It is. Indeed it is. Oh, wow. It's been a while since we recorded our last episode. We recorded on our anniversary in December. And ever since Christmas, we've been dealing with COVID and quarantines and all that fun stuff. So this week, we feel like we're just now getting back to some sense of normal around here. So anyway... But what we were wanting to talk about in this episode goes perfectly with being at the beginning of a new year. Because what are a lot of people focused on right now at the start of a new year? What's things- you know, everyone makes their new year's resolutions. Yeah. They they have a hope of a change for the new year. They um set up expectations. There yes, we go. Yes, lots it's of expectations of what 2020 will hold and I see all kinds of signs, you know, around town and everything of like, you know, I was walking past somewhere the other day and it said, you know, the new thing about 2021 is we don't talk about 2020. (laughs) Well, that's not going to happen, I'm sure. That's for sure. It is interesting, though, because there is this sense we have, I mean, every year, but especially. It was interesting to me as we were closing out 2020 of just how many people were talking about so ready to be out of 2020. And yeah. every time I would read that, I would be or hear that. I was kind of like, okay, and you know, there's, there's not some magical thing of like, okay, it's January right. 1st. And it's like, everything changes. Yeah. And, and so even though it does bring, like you just said, like this hope and expectation of the new and fresh and new start and all that every year. It was, I was just well aware of like, okay, you know what, people, we're not going to wake up January 1st and not have to wear masks and yeah. all the things, all the changes that have happened in 2020 aren't going to disappear. And I almost felt like, okay, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed right from the start if you're, because some people, and I, I get it, I mean, 2020 brought about lots of changes, yeah. but I was just kind of nervous for some people like, okay, are you setting yourself up to have more anxiety because of what you're setting your expectation, which is exactly what we're talking about today. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's setting ourselves up to not realistically live in the now, you know, of something yeah. and what, and what works, you know, seeing no, and, and in the, the first future. episode, we did talk a little bit about where we touched on expectations because I think you can't talk about marriage and not talk about that. I think it's, it's just a huge thing in marriage. And for me personally, I've, realized in my life that expectation was a one of the biggest sources of pain and frustration in my life in every area, not just marriage, but in every area until I recognized it for what it was. I yeah. realized, wow, my the expectations that I held up for every area of my life for myself, starting with myself, really that's what everything starts with. Right. <laughs> um, affects everything. And I've realized, wow, that was really messing up a lot of the peace that 
I could live in and needed to live in just because of my expectation was out of whack. Um, You know me, I love to look up definitions and stuff. So I looked up the definition of expectation and it says a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. So let's jump in. Because what I want to talk about today is just like at the start of a new year, you know, we're looking ahead. And even if, if, even if you haven't, if, even if you're not one that writes things down and makes resolutions, like you just said, we all, you know, saying everybody goes in, you have it in your mind, a desire and an expectation of some kind of change or something you desire for the new year to bring you. So I want to correlate that with us talking about marriage and just have some honest conversation because I think that's where it starts is us getting honest of what are we expecting in our marriage? What are we expecting in our partner and getting from this relationship of really taking a look of like, what's our part in that in the expectation of what we're even looking for? Well, I think that, you know, most of us, uh, you know, when we're going into a relationship, we don't even think about these kind of things. Exactly. You know, uh, and that becomes a major problem mm-hmm. in inside of a marriage because um, uh, we, you know, you know, you say, you know, at the beginning of the year, we write down New Year's resolutions, things like that. Most people don't at the beginning of their marriage, hey, I'm writing down these expectations yeah. and handing them to their partner and saying, now, here's what I'm expecting from you. Mm-hmm. Because if we did and we <laughs> honestly did that, we would probably say, okay, hang on, maybe we yeah. shouldn't be getting married. <laughs> because you're expect- some things right from the start. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think that's, that's probably a big deal. We don't know what to expect, mm-hmm. you know, you know, wow, like, that's, that's such, hey, sorry, don't mean to jump in, but no, that's such a good in. point because I think, man, I mean, I mean, just thinking of us, I can think of the conversations we did have that seemed telling of expectations, which I'm sure they were, yeah. if we could go back and see, but even those things misguided as yeah, they were. Well, it's like, you know. Yeah. It's like the expectations we had. It's like, you don't even know to, you know, you know what I'm saying? Until yeah. you're in it, it's like those expectations are even different. So it is interesting that if we really had been able to verbalize and express what we were expecting, wow, that would have been such a game changer. Oh yeah. From the outset. No doubt. <laughs> and, 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 you know, have the maturity to be able to say, hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. But, this isn't going to work if we're, if we're both coming in with these expectations of something or we need to make it work, you know, whatever the case may be. I mean, that's what love is, is you're, you're overcoming, uh, the, the things, the expect unmet expectations, you know, that's, that is a successful marriage is overcoming the unmet expectations because we're not designed to meet each other's expectations. I mean, most of our expectations are unrealistic. It's, that's what it's, I was going to say. When you when you were saying that, um, that's what popped in my mind. Because I think we're talking about like a conversation, if that could have been had at the beginning. I think a majority probably of the expectations that people have going into marriage are unrealistic. Oh, yeah. So I don't think it's a thing of, hey, as you said, something like, well, if you can't meet this, but I, so what popped in my mind is I think some of the things we would have, we would have said, and most people, the things we felt like we needed and we wanted and desired. Now looking back, those are the unrealistic expectations yeah. that you were never designed to meet. For yeah. Me. And, and I mean, it, it, it's like this, you know, going with the new year's resolution kind of thing. Like, Hey, I'm going to lose 30 pounds mm-hmm. in January. Yeah. 
Like, well, you didn't put on 30 pounds last mm, January. Yeah. You put on 30 pounds <laughs> all year long. Right. But we have these unrealistic expectations that we're going to lose it in a month. Mm-hmm. Well, why not take the same 12 months to lose, you know, two pounds a month? Yeah. You know, two and a half pounds would come out to yeah. 30, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I mean, so that that's that's the thing is that, you know, people, for instance, you know, in our relationships, we just quit because, oh, you didn't you didn't meet my expectations. Mm-hmm. So I need to move on to find somebody that will. Yeah. And, and that's, man, that's so uh, deceiving, Yeah, you know, and, and we miss it where it's like, you know, you're, you're never that person that we're in relationship with or hope to be in relationship with or, you know, even prior to marriage. Um, you know, I've, I've, uh, I mentioned this, you know, when we were prepping for this and, and talking about it, you know, I've just, um, people that I have counseled with prior to them getting married, I'm like, you know, you probably don't need to get married, the two of you, you know, because I can see in our conversations and they couldn't, you know, because they were in love, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, almost everybody I've married is still, you know, that I've performed the ceremony for is still married, which is great, but there are some that, that, that aren't. And I, and I can remember specifically, you know, a couple of them like, y'all don't need to get married. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're not, you you know, you're not ready for this. And they weren't happy to hear that, but. No, and they didn't like me saying yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but I could see, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that no, this isn't going to, and it didn't work, you know. Right. And so um, it's just what people are expecting. And yeah. I knew it's never going to happen, you know, sadly. I think that was a great point of what you said about the weight thing, you know, how people are like oh, making the right. resolution. And when you said that, relating that to marriage, I was like, oh, wow, I see that because I've seen that as a frustration for myself, and I'm sure you do. Um, expecting that quick result just because like, oh, right. I'm making the decision. Okay. I want to lose 30 pounds. And like you said, you didn't gain it all that of at times when there has been a struggle or an issue. And so then you have the conversation around it. Right. We're going to like, have the big talk. Well, no, you know, so, you know what I'm saying? So you <laughs> so have the hard conversation yeah. and, and a lot of times those hard conversations go through the process of. Not fun. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Correct. okay, you have the conversation. You, then there's anger comes up, blame. Da, da, da. It's almost sure. like you have to go this whole thing. <laughs> so it is exhausting. I think that's why a lot of times people put we off having the hard conversations because, <laughs> you know, oh, do I have them? Because, you know, it's going to be a roller coaster of I've got to go to all these places if <laughs> we're really going to get somewhere. Right. And it's not fun. But when you said that, I was like, wow, that's so true because we leave those conversations. Um. Feeling like, okay, we got somewhere, you know, they we, heard me or I, yes, yeah, I was exactly. heard, you know, so or I leave, spoke, you know, yes. And so we leave that conversation. And so then within an hour or the next day or next week, if that same thing happens, we, we go all the way to, it doesn't work. Whereas it is the same thing. I mean, for somebody that struggled with, um, needing to be on a certain, I mean, eating a certain way for my body, I have to struggle with that same thing of like. I've eaten something that my body that does my body cannot process. I can, I have to then mentally um, take hold of not feeling like, okay, I've blown it. This doesn't work and all that. No, it does work, but it's a process that I have to keep staying committed to that just because I've made the commitment to eat healthy and eat this way or show up in my marriage this way. And we've talked about this and made a decision. We both weren't just zapped. And right. now we're totally going to respond the correct way because we've already set up 
you know, learned responses to each other and all that. It's like you got to stay committed to the conversation and the commitment to change. And that's making that decision over and over again. So I love that. I think it's so well, true. And, and doing it in a way that's like, well, you said you weren't going to do that anymore. Yes. You know, uh, and, yeah. and that, yeah. that probably hurts as much as anything yeah. in our in our relationships when it's like, yeah, you're right. And, you know, I'm working on that. And that's going to, you know, those those activities, those actions, those words, the, all those habits have got to be broken and mm-hmm. re-committed uh, to or reestablished in a new way. And mm-hmm. all of that takes so much time. And so, you know, hey, you said you're going to be kinder. You weren't going to speak that way. You're going <laughs> to, you know, it's like, yep. And, yeah. you know, mess that up again. So here right. we go. We start, you know, so that doesn't mean just like the diet, we just get back on the train. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, hey, I ate bad for five days. And right, I you don't a, hang it up for the year. And right, okay. so now I'm going to quit, it. and I'll start again next January. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> yeah. silly, you know. Right, I'll start being a good husband, you know, mm-hmm. next year when when the new resolution rolls around. Yeah, you know, we 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 get back to it, and we 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 keep working at it. You know, yeah. I mean, that's that's the point of, you know, the the, the scriptures say, you know, the Lord's mercies are new mm-hmm. every morning. Yeah, man, <laughs> yeah, thank God for that. Because we need it. And yeah. so we need that with one another, you know, yeah. of, okay, yep, blue yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so here's a new day. Let's go at it, you know, and let's, you know, and again, it gets back to the expectation part of we expect, you know, listen, I think, I think the biggest thing about expectation is this. We expect things from others that we don't expect from ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you know, which is huge. It's yeah. like, oh, I expect you to treat mm-hmm. me right. And right. then we aren't the best people in treating someone else right. right. I expect you to understand me all the time. And then we're mad because someone doesn't understand us. Right. We expect someone to behave a certain way. And then, you know, well, why did they do that? And it's like, you know, uh, it, it's it's always difficult, you know, looking at the mirror at ourselves. Right. It's, al- it's always easy to respond to what somebody else is doing instead of yeah. like, being proactive and like, okay. This is what I desire, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put that out there. And a lot of times, in in marriage and other relationships, we're just going off what we're getting from the other person, that's and so right. then you just get stuck in this vicious sty- cycle. And well, that's how that they treat not- me, so I'm yes. gonna treat them this yeah, way, which is so ridiculous. Oh, it is. You know, well, I mean, we're, we're childish, and so I mean, you know, having children and now grandchildren, you know, it, it teaches us a lot because mm-hmm. you watch you know, the actions of them and you realize, Hey, I kind of behave like that, like that (laughs) two-year-old right there, you know, when I don't get my way. And that's, that's all about expectations. You know, I'm expecting, I want what I want when I want it. Yes. And that's how we treat our Mm -hmm. marriages. That's how we treat uh, the loved ones that we have around us a lot of times, sadly. Uh, And that's the things we have to work on, you know, to kind of strengthen those, those aspects of Mm us. You know, I remember uh, before, I think it was before we got married, my mom saying to me, and it it stood out to me then, and I think maybe just because, you know, my mom, even though she was very outgoing in ways and and was a teacher and and talked about things a lot, um, in some ways, I mean, she was very private of personal things. So I think that's why when she said this to me before we got married, that it, it kind of stood out to me. But I remember her saying, um, that men or you know your husband they can't read your mind. And I took it to heart when she said it, but it's like that it's just, it's just stood out to me. And it's like over and over my marriage, I, I've been reminded of that because it's so 
True, and it's been so helpful. I mean, it's like I've looked and back. And you would think after 33 years I could, but I yes. still can't read your mind. Oh, no. no. Right. You know what? I know. Good point. You know what I'm saying? I think that is what's tricky because you do think, how could you not know this after, <laughs> like we just said, you know, the conversations of like, uh, yeah, do you not get the and know by now? Well, for one, men have the attention span of a gnat, you know, of about two seconds. So I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. So, so but I, I think that this is just a huge thing. So if you have never heard that before, or you are not aware. I mean, it could go to anybody, but I'm going to as as for a woman. I mean, it goes both ways. I mean, same for oh, you too. It's like we are definitely. not mind readers, nope. and I think when you get in a marriage and the whole podcast name is becoming one and you are becoming one there is an expectation that at some point like you just said you would think after this many years yeah. that you get me totally get me and you can read my mind and we can never expect that it okay don't happen. ever expect that are you going to be disappointed and i mean and this is one thing i mean it was a major frustration for me oh my goodness major frustration there's only one and it's that's something, a major frustration and it's something that i hear from women all the time. And, and it is nice to now be able to talk about it from a different viewpoint because did I just, did I stress enough? It was a major frustration because it's like, even though my mom told me that and I was aware, it's like, it's still, it's just hard when you're like, how are you not seeing this? How are you not knowing? And I spent so much time um, with hurt feelings and, and feeling like a victim because of something I thought was so obvious to you. Yeah. And for you not to be responding the way I felt like you needed to be responding. Right. And so when I've been in conversations with women about that now that are coming to me or in conversation, it gets brought up the frustration with their husband and they're feeling very hurt about that. Um. I can speak to that so clearly to them of like, I, I hear you that you're hurt. I see exactly what you're saying, but let me let you in on something. He is not looking in this situation, anything like you are. And so you're hurt because you're thinking, how could he go on with his day? How could he not be wanting to have a conversation with me and clear this up or whatever the circumstance is? And I can hundred percent tell you, He's not, he's not looking at this like you. He's not feeling what you're feeling. He is not processing this like you are processing it. So for you to feel angry and frustrated, not that there's not some things to, that need to be dealt with, right, but right. you have got to stop waiting for him to respond the way you feel like he needs to respond. Well, and I, I you know, and that's not a male, female thing. That's a people different thing it's it, for instance because i mean there could be it could be reverse in the sense there's there's men out there mm -hmm. that are like why didn't my wife get me and understand me yeah. and they're, they're feeling and it's like she's right. oblivious to what you're feeling yeah. and thinking right. so i mean so it's not a it's just we're, we're different creatures yes, you know right. we are different individuals i mean you know a great example of that would be like there's dishes in the sink and you know if if I needed, I could let them go. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And there's some men that's like, no, no, we're going to clean the dishes every night. And I'm like, you know, I'll get around to them when I need a new clean dish, you know? And you're like, why didn't Ron clean the dishes when he knows they're sitting there? Mm -hmm. And my thing would be, 
I'll clean them when I'm ready to clean Actually, them. Actually, I'm kind of like, oh, they can sit there too. <laughs> so. Unfortunately, we both can be that way. But I mean, you know, but and we both do dishes, so that's not a male or female thing because yeah. we both do them uh, along with our kids too. I've done them. So, but I mean, but the but the but the issue being is, I could sit there and think in my head, mm-hmm. why isn't Su- oh, yeah. Susan getting these dishes yeah. done? Right. You know, and you could do like mm-hmm. didn't Ron see there's a sink full of dirty dishes, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Yep. Or nope. You know, it doesn't really <laughs> yeah, matter. You what's know? Going I mean, on in life right that's now. right. I mean, what, what was taking mm-hmm. priority? Yeah. But, but that's, it's the same thing in everything, mm-hmm. in our emotions and everything. Can't he see I'm hurting? Can't she see I'm feeling this? Mm-hmm. And those unmet expectations of like, no, they yeah. don't see it. Right. Uh, and, 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 and again, we've been together, married for 33 years, together for 34 years of still. Mm-hmm. I'm oblivious yeah. to stuff that you would think, does he not catch the signals I'm giving still? I'm right. like, no, I don't because yeah. I, my antenna doesn't work that yeah, way. Which let me say now, I don't, I don't play that game. Right. Right. <laughs> and I'm calling no, it a no, game. I'm not saying it was a come game. Come to me and say, Hey, but, um, and this is only fresh in my mind just because of in the last few months, having a conversation with somebody about this, that was struggling with her husband. Yeah. And we had this conversation and it was, it, and it was perfect because I had an example that in just like in the few weeks prior that I could share with her that I felt is very helpful to the situation. Because before, if something, if I could have had these feelings and been frustrated with you about why, I mean, and like you said, like given the signals, right, I would go through this whole thing. And and honestly, it would then become so dramatic because I'm like, well, that didn't work. You know, saying he's obviously not understanding that I'm upset about this. So then I've got to like, you know, go up over it. The, you know, over, right, I got to be more. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like I was aware. It's like I knew. It's like I would be like, oh my goodness, you're acting like a baby. But it's like I'm trying to be so so much more dramatic. So like, do you not get I'm upset? And so like to keep doing something to show you that. Such a waste of time and energy and yes. life. So I don't do that anymore because it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, so w- what I shared with her was when we were having this conversation I said, just in the past few weeks, this is how now I've learned to deal with this because something happened and I can't even remember what it was. It was very insignificant, but something happened. You said something or did something that triggered a thought or something in my mind where before I could have spiraled down the thing, assuming what you were thinking, blah, 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 all those things. But it's like, I don't do that anymore now. Most of the time I don't do that. I mean, I can, I have to stop myself. You know what I'm saying? Because you can easily go there, but it's like, I don't, I'm like, I'm not gonna waste my time doing that anymore to where. I quickly then said, Hey, like during the day or something, I grabbed you real quick. I'm like, Hey, can you sit down um, for a minute? And depending on how your husband is, that's important. And to us, because I know if you're still doing something, you're not going to hear me in the same way. So it's like, I need you to sit down and look at me. And I can always tell you're kind of nervous <laughs> when I'm like doing that. Cause you're like, okay, where's this going? But it's like, I knew what in my mind, this, this, isn't gonna, this doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a long thing. We're not going to sit here and discuss. Right. It's not some major problem. But I, but I said, Hey, can you sit down for a minute? Cause I just want to talk to you about something. So you're like, sure. So I just said, hey, um, and honestly, like I said, I can't remember what it was. So I'll just say it in this way, like kind of like you said something or you did something. And I said, my mind has gone here and I'm having this thought and I don't think that's what you meant. But it's like I would like to talk about it because I don't even want to I don't want to go there. Right. And then you shared with me your thought process of what you thought about the situation. It was totally different. Yeah. But, if, but, but if I had not stopped and, 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 um, had that conversation with you, which, which took intention, I honestly, I didn't want to have it. It's kind of like, I really don't want to say, Hey, can you sit down and have a conversation? But I did just because I know of how much 
precious time I can lose mentally, emotionally, yeah. which is just ridiculous, to in two or three minutes. And what a major thing. You to be able to say what you were thinking and be like, great, that's what I thought. And we moved on. But if I hadn't, that would have drug on and built up yeah. and caused division. And right. you're saying it's like you don't even realize. In it, silence. Exactly. It, yeah, in and you, silence. And you had no clue. Right. Had no clue. That's right. I think that's probably what it was. It was something like where I was like, again, expecting you to have a clue about something or think something about something. And I'm starting to feel offended. So right. I came to you and it's like, no, you had no clue. Weren't even thinking that. And so the challenge that we would like to throw out today is for you to put some intentional action and in thinking about what are your expectations in your marriage and in your relationship. And that's going to take getting still and just taking some, like I said, intentional time to be honest. And, and, and like you, like when we started off, like you said, I think. So many times we're unaware. We go into, into the marriage unaware of what our expectations are. And then we continue to live those out. So even 33 years into a relationship, there's things that unless we have taken the time to observe, you know, like almost like observe from the outside of behaviors and expectations, it's like you're just not even aware because you're just so used to thinking and living that way. Well, and I think an unaware and unrealistic, like, you know, I think are the words there in that sense of just, just like what you said a minute ago about the, you know, what we said about the silence thing. We just, we don't, uh, we're unrealistic and realizing, you know, again, going back to what your mom said to you, uh, I'm not reading your mind. And so whatever we're setting as our expectations, we need to be, aware of who we're dealing with. We need to be realistic of who we're dealing with in, in these relationships and, and move from that standpoint. And again, not expecting the other person to meet needs that they're never designed to meet mm -hmm. and will never meet because you're just going to be frustrated in that. And, um, you know, that, that, that's the battle. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think prayerfully stopping and saying, mm -hmm. you know, God help me for one to be relying upon him mm -hmm. and then two, uh, help me to, you know, I, th I think the biggest thing is help me to cherish the other person and me do all I can to be with what I need to be, mm -hmm. which is probably going to meet your expectations. If I'll just be that, yeah. you know, and stop trying to get my expectations met and out of that, I'll reap, you know, right. a better spouse. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I'll just be a better spouse first, you know, I think that's probably the biggest thing is, is us expecting something. Again, going back, I'm expecting something from you that I'm not willing to give myself. Mm -hmm. And if I'll just give myself first, then I'm going to believe and trust that the best part of you is going to come back to me, you know? Yeah. And, and I know you. Most of you have heard of people talk about how we tend to um, give more grace to ourselves than we do to others sometimes, right. you know, or I mean, sometimes, sometimes it's the earlier. opposite, but it's like, yeah. we know how we're thinking. So it's like, we give ourselves the, what is it, the benefit of the doubt? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're like, we get ourselves. We understand like, ourselves more. Yes. And it's yeah. like, we don't, we don't oftentimes do that with our spouse. You know what I'm saying? That's where we go into the assumptions yeah. instead of giving them the grace that maybe we're, we're not hundred percent sure what 
they're dealing with right now and everything they're, they're thinking about or doing. We're not extending that grace to them that we would that we're extending to ourselves in the moment because of how we're responding or acting. I think that's a big thing. Yeah. And I, th- and, and again, I think that whole thing of, of, you know, what's, what's the, the, the phrase of suffering in silence, you know, inside our heads is where this whole battle is, you know, of uh, just, Hey, sharing, Hey, this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And uh, that communication, I mean, you know, everyone talks about, you know, communication is such a huge mm-hmm. thing of marriage. And obviously it is. Uh, and I think that's where all the unmet expectations come from because we're not communicating of, hey, here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking. And I may be wrong and I'm missing it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be. But but again, I think just, uh, hey, help God help me to be a better spouse, mm-hmm. you know, and and starting there. Yeah. Not, not, yeah. hey, Susan has a problem and she needs to fix it, God. Right. You know, I mean, I've prayed that before and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. God, help me to be, to help Ron to be a better husband. And that will help Susan be a better wife. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, that, and that's a completely different turnaround yeah. in, in our Which thing. Which I think there. goes to the whole reason we wanted to do this podcast, <laughs> this yeah. mystery of marriage, um, because I think that's what we've seen. That it's in that vulnerability of the struggle of becoming one that you realize there's something to him intending us to become one. That um, the things that the yeah. ex- all these expectations that we have that we're desiring for the other person. It's like not that they're the one they're not the ones that feel that desire, but it's almost like. That tension that the becoming one saying, brings. You're saying fill as in F I L L, not feel. You're yes. saying yes. I'm not like, like the things that I would be like, okay, you. that I felt like I had needed from you. And going into marriage, it was an expectation. Right. I realized that you were never intended to feel that need within me. Right. But what I'm saying is the, um, the, the mystery is. You weren't intended to fill that in me and that, that need, but yet this becoming one with you has been the tension that has, um, that, that brings, I'm trying, I'm trying to think how to say this. Well, it, 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 it's, it's this, it's the design that the, the, the push and pull with each other should right. bring out the best of each other and help us to both become what God's yes, designed for Yes, I guess what I'm us. saying is like you don't, um, and, and I think most people would agree with this. <laughs> you deal with issues and you see things within yourself that until you are in the process of becoming one with That's somebody, right. you don't even know. You're like, I didn't even oh, know yeah. that was an issue I, I had. Know, I didn't know people could think that way yeah. or do something that well, way. Well, I'm not even or, meaning about the other person. I'm meaning within right. myself. I'm right. just like, Correct. where did that come from? And it wasn't, I didn't even... And never even had that thought until we were in this mystery of marriage. And so that's, I guess, what I'm trying to say is marriage has this beautiful, hard way of getting us to become all that we were created to be. Yeah. Well, it is, it is, if we'll allow it, it's the growing aspect. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Well, listen, let's, let's wrap this with a, a word of prayer and, uh, and just bless people, you know, uh, for, for what God's trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're listening, God's trying to do something in your always, life. Yes, always. Yeah. Always trying to do something. So mm-hmm. father, we thank you so much for the privilege 
of knowing you yes. and being in a relationship with you and uh, being loved by you unconditionally. You're the one that gave us the design of marriage, uh, which is so awesome, um, of coming together because you understand exactly what coming together is all about, of walking in unity as, as who you are. And so, um, God, help us. You know, you give so many examples in your word of uh, men and women loving one another, uh, just as Christ loved the church. You call for men to do that and, and women to, to, to honor and men to honor one another, uh, you know, in this relationship. And so, man, that, that's the battle that we face. And so, God, I thank you for everyone listening that lord you've you you're going to give them someone for their life if they if they haven't re- had that already or you have given them someone in their life that will help them to grow and all of us as we're becoming one to be uh more like you i i i see this as a triangle that susan and i are at the bottom parts of the triangle you're at the top as we grow closer to one another, we're growing closer to you. And so um, I just pray you would strengthen us, encourage us, enable us, and empower us uh, in the love that you've given us to, to establish that in our lives for one another. And we thank you for it. In Christ's name, amen. Amen.